Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? Because... I'm going to tell you right now, it's easy to use, it's safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code EXTRAPOINTS so they know I sent you. And now, let's do EXTRA POINTS! <laughs> Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Monday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is on sabbatical for the week. We have Scott the Grizz Holmes filling in for him. He's producing this mess. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Boy, I am personally, before we get to all of it, NHL play of the day, NBA recap, I am personally coming off a weird sports weekend. I flew to San Francisco to do the Jimmy Kimmel Live trophy prank. You guys familiar with that? Martin, you know what that, have you seen us do that in uh, recent years? I actually, I haven't. So please enlighten me. Oh. I just, I've just how recently I've gone back to watching Jimmy Kimmel on YouTube now and, and showing everybody like you at Costco and go you back at, to your the house. Fir- so yeah, show just, me, like, talk, tell me about this. You got like 20 years of episodes to catch. I'm so jealous that you have all these uh, <laughs> ahead of you. No. So what we do is they run these NBA specials on primetime, Jimmy Kimmel Live. And uh, one of the bits we do, we did it a couple of years back is we fly out to um, one of the home cities on a game night and we set up a booth um, adjacent to like the, uh, you know, the the fan fest or whatever's going on. Okay. And we have a fake Larry O'Brien trophy. And it looks pretty good. It's pretty detailed. And it says Larry O'Brien trophy. That's what the winner of the NBA finals gets. And we have people come in. And I have them sign a release. And it says that if anything happens to the trophy while you're posing with it, um, you're responsible for up to a million dollars. I was like, you could take insurance. I'll give you $50 worth of, uh, yeah, for insurance. But really, you just, no, no one ever takes it. Yeah. And they laugh off the insurance. And they put their arm around the trophy, and we have it rigged to to basically explode um, right when they put their hands on it. And then I tell them they uh, uh, owe a million dollars. And then, like, poor people actually start crying, and we cut that part out, and I ended up giving them money. It ends up costing me money the bit, but anyway. this is going to be electric to watch. I can't wait. This this I think airs uh, the same night as Game Five, but uh, it was it was a big success. But I was right there, Shaq. I was right there with all the uh, all the excitement there in um, right outside. What is it, Chase Center? The Chase I, I Center. I forget. Oh, it's not sticking That's for you, Chase Center. I don't know Center. why. Because it's Oracle, and then I, I, I something said Oakland. I don't know. I, it should be Chase Center, but it was a, a talk about electric. Pretty cool atmosphere there in a game that they had to win. Yeah, the, uh, so you were there for <clears throat> the entirety of the ball game. Uh, Close no, and personal. I, I was there for the first half, and then at halftime, I took an Uber to the airport. I had to catch a flight and watch the second <laughs> half in some uh, hotel bar, but that uh, airport bar. Yeah. So who, how did it work out? Did you have a seat near uh, your pal, the sports guy? I saw him right (laughs) under the stanchion there. He was there, right? I thought I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him there. Yeah. And uh, the atmosphere was electric. It really is one of the great examples. I mean, it happens 
every time there's a big time game. Um, Draymond Green, I'm sure everybody saw it, but the big takeaway for me was Draymond Green being we we we've talked about how you know your reputation as a bad guy can actually benefit you. It's not like, hey, you have a stink on you, so people mm-hmm. are looking at you. Once you boy who cried wolf or whatever, it's kind of the opposite. Draymond Green, and in fact, um, Van Gundy and Mark Jackson are talking about it in the game. They're like, well, normally you would have to tee up Draymond for grabbing Jalen Brown's shorts, pulling himself up, kind of putting his, he- his foot on <laughs> Jalen Brown's head, then shoving him. It's like, they should tee him up, but they can't because he already has one tee because they can't kick him out of this game because it's too big. It's like, what the hell? What are we doing? <laughs> what is the, what's the logic of this? Except they're like, uh, well, people know who Draymond is, so it would be a bad look for our league if you kick the guy out who everybody can see with their own two eyes just did something that um, defies the yeah, rules. Really I, loco. I don't. And then I got I got shit from all the Golden State fans for pointing that out. Like I have a rooting interest. I don't well, care. Don't make a difference to me. I, you know, listen, I, I'm fed up with his shenanigans too, and I, I think I'm in the minority here. What I say, I don't know. I don't know if I would have teed him up for that. I really don't. Uh, first of all, Jalen Jalen Brown, he. Uh, he sticks his foot out, which I thought they were calling, right? He's shooting a fadeaway three. He sticks his left foot out, which creates the collision. And I don't know all about the pillow and the pants down. I don't think it went that far. They were on top of each other. It's always a weird scramble to get up. I don't know. Martin, did that bother you? You could be the tiebreaker here. What bothers me is that double technicals exist at all. Mm. Period. Stop. Like there should be there's no such thing. There should be no such thing as a double technical because one person is always going to start it. The other person is always reacting to it. So that's but they don't always thing. see it, though. That's the problem. They don't always well, see it. I, so you know what? They look at everything else. Go look yeah. at that, too. Shit. But right. but with this, the idea that you get one technical foul and now you can, it's a license to do whatever you want. Technical foul means you are now on probation. Mm-hmm. Right. If you strike again, you can't play no more. That's what it's supposed to mean. So the idea that Draymond is, is can just do whatever he wants after he gets a technical foul with ten minutes left in the game, that's crazy to me. He's well, got a really right. cool. He, he knows, got a really it, cool, knows it. He knows yeah. he can get away with it. That's why it's crazy. But like, so like that moment in between the color war, as I've called it, green versus yeah. brown. Right. That one, they can't. I, I don't think he should have gotten a, a technical foul for that. But by the letter of what yeah, they've called in either. the NBA so far, it would have been. But just on its face, the idea that he can't be ejected, it, what are we doing here? I guess that would have been a double technical. And by the way, he has been ejected. It, it swung a series years ago. It really did. So um, we can't say that they're not doing it. They didn't do it in that instance. Maybe he has a pretty cool parole officer, as it seems, <laughs> with these referees. But, but uh, I don't know. Sal, I, I think it could have gone a, either way. I know I you're think, right in that they have called that before. But, but that leg did come up. in 2015? Because up. I thought he got ejected for flagrant. I mean, he got ejected because he uh, collected so many flagrant yeah, fouls, not right. two technicals in a row. That's what it was. Yeah. And so they were out. And it didn't seem to matter at the time. They were up 3-1. But anyway, this seems to be a closer series. I, I don't know. I say closer series, but I, I maintain we're going to get under one and a half good games in that uh seven point lead with three minutes left which we didn't see yesterday it was 107 88 final um i think it was a a bigger blowout than even that at least the stars showed up steph had 29 tatum 28 i of course bet the warriors to win but tied everything to clay thompson doing well he was one for eight and four for 19 what was weird martin it was 
Both teams 15 for 37 from three. Uh and they needed it, the Warriors, with the exception mm-hmm. of Clay Thompson. They got their shit together. You think they're back on track? I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I thought they were going to win game one. I had them winning both of these games, as as those will remember. But mm-hmm. I think that I do think they're back on track. And I think it's more on the defensive side of things. But the biggest thing, like Clay Thompson, they got to stop. Ugh. We'll talk about it in a second about these uh, existing bets out there on FanDuel. There's one that I like that's really quite juicy because I think that the Warriors, after watching games one and two of Clay Thompson, are going to see that we're not going to be able to go there three, four, and five and expect that to be an offensive output. Like yesterday was the day, buddy. Jordan Poole got it going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you start yeah. hitting some threes. That was why you were still in the game in a blowout. And even though he had those two, like he had that three and then that layup that kind of like when the game was a little bit in question. But that was it. That was it. So I'm, I'm concerned about Clay going forward. It's so weird when, uh, like I did, again, I bet Clay. I had the Warriors. I should have just taken them to win by 10. We all knew. I think the home team is 5-0 and oh after they lose game one. You did that, right? That I was bet your the bet. South special. That was it. I know. Why did I stick away? Why did I tie Clay Thompson both, in there? Both teams by eight is what Bo- I bet. Beautiful. But then what you end up doing is you watch the one player and he's like, oh, wow, he's not playing defense either. He's not doing anything. And you just aggravated for a three hour check. Uh, the Warriors now favored to win this series. Uh, game three is, by the way, the NBA did it again. No weekend games. No weekend games this week. We go Wednesday. We go Friday. We go Monday. That's the schedule. Forget it. Saturday, Sunday, if you're thinking of watching games, it's not going to happen. But Warriors now minus 115 to win the series. Celtics plus 105. I really don't know what to think, which I know we're, we're supposed to, you know, be very loud and convincing about our picks. I don't know. We can see any single thing happening uh, the rest of the way. Well, I mean, first of all, end of the novel for me is that the Celtics are going to win this series. Mm. Um, all right. And that goes against what is, you know, I made the all-time terrible suggestion that the Celts would probably be a little gassed in game one, having played recently, whereas the dubs were nice and fresh. Mm-hmm. You would have thought uh, in game one, ergo, um, Golden State would pull away in the fourth quarter, at least, of game one. Instead, Al Horford did what was absolutely bizarre, in my opinion. I mean, it, it felt like, and, and matter of fact, it feels like over the course of these playoffs, Al Horford is about 51 of 53 from behind the arc. It's really yeah. weird. Al and then, and then two points yesterday. So, like, like you really just have no feel right. of and any so consistency. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really make sense that I would say the Celts because you could really make a case that, boy, that was weird that Al Horford did that. And if not for that specific performance by him, that it would be 2-0 dubs at this point. I just feel like the Celtics are over the course of, like, again, percentage-wise, and I'll, I'll go back to what I said in advance of the series. You you mentioned Clay Thompson. Steph Curry is going to have to work as hard as he'll ever have to work against any team to get his points. He'll, he will scratch out some, you know, uh, he'll get some something close to what you expect from Steph Curry. Again, Wiggins and Poole are the difference here. Are you? Do you still rely on them three times out of these remaining five ga- five games to be the difference makers? I don't. I think yeah. I think the Celtics are going to win this series. Well, so it's on the one hand you look at it, and it's the Celtics did what they had to do. They split on the road. They're in decent shape. They have home court, um, which it's so funny. Stephen A. Smith goes after the game. It's like Celtics are a different beast at home. It's like well. 
They've lost four home games in the last two series. So, and then someone got in his ear because he backtracked after that. So he must have, I don't know if he's watching or what's going on. But anyway, they split on the road. So they're in decent shape. They have three home games uh, if they need them. On the other hand, Martin, they were getting blown out both games heading into the fourth quarter. So I don't know what to expect the rest of the way. I, I picked the Warriors because... I did not think that Al Horford was going to have a 20-point game one. I didn't think he was going to have a two-point game two either, but I mm-hmm. thought it would be more along the lines of the average of 10 or something, close to like that, just an average. But the thing that I have seen in the first two games that gives me big cause for concern, Jason Tatum's hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not playing well. And, and he played a good stat sheet game last night, but he left, like, so many more chances to be aggressive on the floor that it gives me – Thoughts that Jalen Brown plus 750 to win MVP is still a good bet. He's down from 10 to 1. But when that team, I mean, you saw how I was going in the first quarter. When he's on, and I don't know why Udoka took him out and, and, and benched him when he was cooking like the way he was cooking. But when he's on, he takes that team to a different level. And we see Tatum. I mean, dude scored 25 points last night, and everybody's telling him he didn't play a great game, and I tend right. to agree. Well, um, yeah, I, I do want to look at this, though, the MVP. So now Curry is minus 115 to win MVP, and the Warriors are minus 115 to win the whole thing. So there's no value in that, right? If any right. other Warrior has an opportunity to win MVP, you should just take Golden State to win if you like that bet. On the other hand, Curry's favored – Tatum plus 145, Jalen Brown plus 750, as you said, Horford 50 to 1, Smart 65 to 1. There's not a there's not a warrior in the top five other than Curry. Draymond Green is 85 to 1, and he took three shots yesterday. So uh again, don't take Curry, take the Warriors just in case, but there really is no one else, according to Fandle and the odds makers here. I mean, there's no one else watching the games either. I'm watching, like, do you see in, like, some great, like, his running mates are not necessarily running in the same way you think they would be. Right. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, do you, so so what, uh, you know, with Tatum specifically, uh, Mark Jones, who's calling the game, I was struck by the fact, because this is a a recurring narrative, is like, got to be concerned, and, 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 you know, Marty may be correct, if Tatum is, in fact, injured, then you should be concerned, but it's like, at at a moment with the Celts up a game, and ahead in the second quarter of game two, he remarks like, this is all good, except Jason Tatum isn't really doing much here. Like, wasn't that a good storyline sure. for the Celtics? We're, yeah. we're winning games and our star hasn't yet played like a star. I, again, I think that's more evidence that as long as Jason Tatum isn't, in fact, significantly injured that um the Celts have brighter days well it, it, it doesn't really so this is what i mean none of it makes sense so we could pretend to know what's going on so he's three for 17 the first game and they blow him out right and yesterday he's what six for nine from three eight for 19 mm-hmm. overall and they lose he, he, he registers a minus 36 but martin i'd be careful uh jalen brown's a fun bet but like i said last series Tatum had three bad shooting games and he won the MVP. So they just, this is a star driven award, this MVP, I, whether it's a fake I'm, trophy I, or not, like the one we give out. Yeah. Not, I mean, 100%. And <clears throat> people really are trying to, I'm not saying trying to, like he's not deserving or like at least deserving of being in conversation, but they're definitely trying to crown Tatum mm-hmm. right now. And it's, and, but to your point about the Warriors, he's not going to win the MVP by any stretch. It's going to be Steph if the Warriors win. Yeah. But, if the Warriors are going to win more of these games, they got to stop running plays for Clay and start running plays for Andrew Wiggins. Somewhere oh. Mark Gunnels is smiling. 
And right now, Andrew Wiggins to score 25 points and Golden State to win the series. It's one of those special fan duel bets at four to one. That feels like some pretty good value because Clay Thompson cannot go. He can't keep going four for 18 from the floor. They're going right. to have to. And like if you look at a lot of those shots that Clay's taking, they're off out of bounds plays. They're they're like plays called for Clay. They're going to have to switch that up a little bit, I think, if they're going to and, and to get the offense, and it'll be going to Wiggins, I imagine. So, uh, so which one? Oh, okay, so you have Wiggins. So this is in Fanduel specials, right? This is nice. Yeah. They have all these, and the, we're mid series, and you can still bet these. Wiggins twenty five or more points in any game, and the Warriors win the series is four to one. That's what you're looking at, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's right there in the. Uh, if you go to the the yep. NBA page, it's right there <clears throat> in the popular parlay section. About the eleventh one down. All right, so Shaq, I'm going to get yours in a second if you have one. But I, I am unsure who's going to win this series. But I think it's likely that Steph Curry makes four or more threes in every game going forward. Uh, he already has, so we don't have to worry about that. But going forward, four or more, they don't even have to win. It's plus 330. Now, against Dallas, he had games where he had five or seven three attempts. Um, I don't know, Shaq. I know you say they shut him down. He's got to work for it. I don't know if he's creating more space by himself on the perimeter or the Celtics just leaving him open more. It doesn't seem like that's the case. But he's back to taking 12 and 14 threes a game. I like this bet because they don't have to win. He just has to make four or more threes the rest of the way at plus 330. How say you? For sure. Yeah, that that, that to me, that feels like a, a great bet there because, of course, he's Steph Curry. Of course, it, it, ha, it the team, to a large degree, rides or dies with, uh, mm-hmm. with their superstar player there. Um, so I think that makes all the sense in the world that uh, that he's going to keep pulling the trigger and, he, you know, odds are going to win out that he's going to knock down a, a, a fair number of those. Um, I, I don't like Marty's Wiggins bet though, because again, you know, I, it, is he going to do that? So Marty, wait, so t- over that's just one game points. That's just one at, game. He has to, he just has to do it over one game one over game. the next, just over the one remaining game. Okay, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He only has to break it once. Then that stands to reason. I'm playing the, the, the relative long game here and saying he, he combined with pool won't be enough three more times over the course of these next five games to to get over the hump there. Um, I think Jalen Brown is the ascendant figure here. Jason Tatum is going to be the MVP if the Celts win it. Um, Al Horford is a is a random event in game one. Jalen Brown is where the advantage is. And I wonder where, Marty, what do you see in terms of, uh, have you observed in terms of possessions when Draymond is checking Brown versus Tatum is that it's funny to me that you're seeing Draymond on Jalen Brown a fair amount of the time I mean at some point doesn't that switch over to to getting the superstar Celtic um the premier defender of the other team well I mean sometimes but also too if he's guarding depending on who Draymond's guarding he can go and then double or help off whoever like so like especially like if Jordan Poole's out there they're gonna have Draymond on uh, on Brown, so that way he can help more easily off those drives because the Golden State didn't have good perimeter defenders anymore. Like Clay Tom, like it's really a scary sight because Steph is probably their best perimeter defender right now, and that's something you would have never thought to say, you know, two years ago. It's yeah. funny though to to Sal to um, you know to support your point about I said perimeter Steph, defender I meant best guard defender before everybody goes crazy Whoa, I know they have wing defenders best guard defenders good save there wow 
Well, <laughs> it's funny though with Steph because again, like if you follow these games and 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 have the second screen of social media as the games are unfolding here, it's funny the we're all looking at the same information and yet the reaction to what we're seeing. A lot of people's takeaway from this is like Steph's got to do it all himself now. Like he he doesn't have any help. Like I guess that's true if you're assuming Clay Thompson was supposed to be the one A was supposed to be the the Robin, but um, I, you know if that is the premise and that's kind of what I'm pointing at with like the the third and fourth scoring options on Golden State. Like I you know I like the Celtics. I I know that it's supposed to be sound defensive team mm. uh, versus this high flying Golden State bunch there, but it is kind of feeling to me like if Clay is a zero this series, relatively speaking. Then uh, again, I go back to what I said ten minutes ago. The Celtics are going to win this series. How about this? Yeah, I was about to ask Dave real quick. Yeah. You talking yeah. about defensive stalwart Boston Celtics? Well, what do you make of Defensive Player of the Year Marcus Smart just being essentially benched and clenched? Like Derek White Weird. has been playing well, right. but I mean Marcus Smart ever since he missed five straight shots in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals has not been a, a big part. Of what the and Celtics Derek White well. was bad news That's yesterday. Concerning. Four for thirteen. He had the worst, uh, aside from Tatum, had the worst plus minus on the floor. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it was a mess. I, I, it might have been one of those games. They just knew they were getting it, and uh, and that was going to be it. They had to have that game. What uh, I, I, you know, I'm bouncing around here. I'm trying to avoid picking a team to win. I mean, you guys seem to you you now you've dug in your heels. You you think you know what what's going to happen? But how about this? Tatum to score 40 or more in any game, and the Celtics win the series 6-1. to one. And then Curry to score 40 or more in any series, in any game, and the Warriors to win plus 450. Be fun to root for. I know we're seeing some good defense here, but I don't know. Did one of them have a 40-point game in them, Martin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Steph, I think I saw a tweet today. Steph has more 20-point quarters than anybody in, in yeah. history. So, so if you like the Warriors, that's not bad either. And Plus then Tatum, I mean, Tatum's a buck. Tatum had, we were just talking about Tatum at 27 last night and shot like 30% from yeah. two. All right. right? I like, think I'm going to take both of those. And, you know, the, the thing is, there's really no such thing as a bad bet on this show since uh, Sheck offered us. And listen, I, I've, I've, I deserve given, it. I've given us some doozies in the past and Martin's lost and everything. But that game one pick, we were never able to discuss it. The one where the Celtics uh, went on a fourth quarter run and went crazy. It was it was mentioned in passing. It wasn't made didn't make a graphic, but check. You had said the Warriors to win the fourth quarter in game one. You like mm-hmm. that? It was about mm-hmm. even odds. You know, you're betting it blind because it was before the game. You're taking a lot into account. We don't see what's going on the first three quarters. I tried it, I talked you out of it, I think, but uh you're on record saying the Warriors were going to win the fourth quarter. They lost the fourth quarter 40 to 16. <laughs> 40 to 16. Well, the, the good news is I don't live life in the rear view mirror. Oh, that's, that's okay. not how I do things. That's yeah, because you don't have a car after picks like that. <laughs> <laughs> you quickly, listen, for the record, though, because, yeah. uh, because you guys are, are good pals, you quickly shot that one down and said, no, no, no. If you want to do that, do it in the third quarter, not in the yeah. fourth quarter. And that was right. The 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 uh, dubs did uh, dominate them pretty good in the third They're quarter. They're pretty good in the third. I think they okay. did well in the third so quarter was- yesterday too. But uh, but uh, I, I just want to break this down a little bit. And again, I, I, I give terrible picks. What's Al Horford's fault? Don't, don't look at me. <laughs> I, who, who saw that coming? Did anybody see that? Then if you didn't see that coming, then you don't get to say boo. 
But Martin, if you, okay, for you to give out the Warriors in the fourth quarter, for Dave to do this, and they lost by 24, that means he was off by 25 points. Pro rata, he was off 100 points. <laughs> 25 in one quarter is like 100 for four quarters. That is I mean, spectacular. It is a pretty remarkable, like, and it wasn't like a fun bet that almost came close either. Yeah. Like, it, it, it didn't stay, like, within, with, I'd say tw- quarters 12 minutes long with about 10, 15 left in the fourth. You knew that thing was cool. Yeah, it's the worst. I'll check. We have to put you on Mount Mushmore. I think we put okay. you for the year, for the calendar year. You're on there for that terrible pick. I think we have to put Harry on there for giving out the Celtics money line in, uh, what was it, the Milwaukee series, I think, uh, during his vows. Yeah. Um, and they, they got crushed, too. They didn't show up for game one. So you and Harry are on Mount Mushmore uh, for the season. Is that okay, fair? that's fair. I'll wear okay. that. Yeah, I, I okay. like it as a, is it, so is it a quarterly award or is it an annual thing? I think like there are bad bets and then there are the yeah. four worst of the year. I love that. That's fine. right. It's different. Yours is different from Harry's because his didn't lose as bad, but he, Harry did in fact interrupt his wedding to give this bad pick. So that's, I think uh, there's a place for both of you. Yeah, we'll make it January to December. Mark, this is something we don't want to get on. All it's that not, matters not in, in society these days, it's not how you achieve fame. It's just that you achieve it. And You're so right. listen, if that's how I get up there, so be it. Exactly. All right. Listen, Maybe baseball's your thing, Shaq. Baseball season, you got to swing for the fences on FanDuel Sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code extra points to get in on the action. FanDuel lets you bet the money line, home run props, strikeout total, so much more. Plus, you can combine your bets for an even bigger payday with the same game parlay. If you haven't tried FanDuel now, is the perfect time to give it a shot. Just join with promo code extra points and turn a $5 bet into $200 in free bets. Win or lose exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Ah, I got out to Chavez Ravine, spent a, a lot of money for the family to go see a game. Mets were in town. Of course, they don't score. Alonzo at home run. We, we, we got a run. We had scattered a few hits. I think we lost 6-1. And then, of course, Shaq, the bats come to life. Saturday I felt and bad Sunday. for you. Of I assumed course. I didn't know how many days you were yeah. out there. I assumed you were out there multiple um, days in downtown L.A. Yeah, I felt for you. But I also felt like that. I mean, was there a vibe for you that this is a preview of October? Because it, it is for me. Baseball is very interesting Maybe. right now here in what? On, uh, D-Day, uh, June 6th. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we're far enough into the season where they're ve- it's presenting there are going to be very few divisional races, so Bud Selig's awful idea to have a wild card is actually going to pay off this time because there's not a ton of intrigue in divisional races at this point. Um, mm. But the, the big takeaway is win or lose this weekend. I think we'll see the Metropolitans and the, uh, and the Trolley Dodgers again. Um, in a handful of months nice. more, more important games. Mets and Yankees, as of now, have the best records in uh, baseball. 39. You say a handful. I, I yeah. did. Uh, is Max Scherzer going to be okay after his dog got a bite I mean, of his hand? How crazy is that, right? This dog, uh, you know, everybody loves dogs, but 
I also love my Scherzer to win uh, Cy Young award bet. Although that, that's not coming in. That's at 50 to one. <laughs> but really, uh, I don't know. None of these guys seem to make progress either. Like, uh, you know, uh, stalled bullpen sessions or dog bites. It's not, it's not pretty. Mets have an eight and a half game lead over the Braves. I can't get excited. Check. I know you're saying sure that. Mets you can. I can't do it. This time last year, they had a, a similar lead and the Braves lost their best player. And then they went on to win the world series. So I don't know what the hell's going on here. So. Yeah, that's weird. But you ha- kind of have the inverse going here. It's kind of like we said about the right. Celtics. If you're a glass half full person, you look at it and say, look at what the Metropolitans are doing. And they're doing it without their Cy Young level talent. So, yeah. I mean, beware rest of uh, NL. Because if they get these guys in there and humming, you guys are really doomed, including you, Dodgers. But I also want to give a shout out to the team, to the scrappy bunch gathering on the banks of the three rivers. The pirate ship has made its way inland where wow. the Monongahela and Allegheny converge to form the Ohio, nay, the Lemieux River. Here come the Buckos, everybody. Seven right, of seven the last ten. I know well. Seven of the last ten. I don't know. You talk about Bud Selig and this uh, wild card. Now I'm, I'm trying to figure out how many wild card teams there are. Um, I don't remember. So the Padres will get one, right? So, so we know that they're going to... Padres, yes. Right up. now, the Padres get one. They're three and a half games up on the Cardinals. Second this place. Is, this, this is for wild card. So right. the Pirates Brewers are four and a half. Get one. You're right. four and a half back of the wild card. You could do this. Why not? It's cute. Listen, it's a fun story. <laughs> all cute. I ask is you, you get me. All I ask is just get me to August. That's right. when. That's when I'll start talking about the uh, the team that plays in the stadium. That's asking uh, a, a lot. Stones throw away from from PNC Park, the other one. I Just just yeah, get me uh, through July without losing their dignity and my dignity by watching them. I like it. Martin, we've got baseball on the mind. Let's give the fans some baseball picks. Here's, uh, what's our play of the day? Well, I was, before I do that, I was going to tell you, I was out Friday night with Rob Parker, friend of the show, and oh, baseball aficionado. Yeah. Right, right, right. He was uh, was singing the praises of of your Mets. He's, yeah. he's high on the Mets going forward. So he was there. He went to. Uh, you didn't go to the game with him, did you? Because he caught no, Friday one of the night. Games. We went out. He went to the game Saturday. Saturday he was there. Yeah. So he yeah he saw he saw a good one. All right, what'd you guys eat? He I, I love the. I mean, he posts pictures of food all the time. Did you just get drinks or did you go to dinner? No, we went to dinner. Actually, I had my uh, my last supper. I'm, I'm going. I'm going chicken. I'm going chicken, broccoli, and rice for the next month. You or two. are I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. Wait to, a minute. To you, lean there, it up. I believe there was a picture of wings, right? Involved. Yeah. No. His, yeah. They got wings. I got a pizza. That's what I said. That was it. That was it. It's Monday. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time to get to work. So All I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm switching the diet up for the summertime. I got I got 33s coming around the corner. I got to get ready. All right, listen, it's a weird life for me, but I'm going to brag a little. I lost 12 pounds since uh, since Holy Harry's wedding. Hell, what is what? wrong with you? This I'm... has been a story for somebody who has known <laughs> Sal for 20 plus years now. As as uh, I'm like Oprah. I, 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 I'm I, go, I know I'm going to say, I know no, I'm going back the, up. I know I'm going I, back up. I know. That's exactly right. As, that's all right. As, uh, as uh, late night uh, host Jimmy Kimmel once quipped, uh, he is the Oprah of the family. Right. He, I mean, Sal's undulations with the, with the <laughs> weight loss and gain is really loco. You lost 12 pounds in the last well, month? I what wanted to tell Martin, this is what, you don't have to rule out chicken wings. If you, if you go just, if you go no carbs, which I'm doing, which sucks, yeah. by the way, but you find a salad you like, you get these crunchy uh, uh, 
cheese croutons. Now, they're not croutons because they're made out of cheese. I'll show you Those the back. Those are good. Those That's, are good. Because you, you need something to crunch on, Shaq, right? Yes. You yes. just need, you yes. need that thing. So you make yourself a salad, nice, whatever, tuna. And... Chicken wings, non-breaded, check. I, I need your list of wing places because now this makes up like five uh, meals a, a week for me. Chicken oh, wings. me and John Glad no, Van Damme no are, are, are burning through every wing joint in the greater Los Angeles area. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't want to dig into that because that'll be a two Just give me a list. Give show me a list by itself. But yes, yeah. the way, so you've discovered, see, you mocked me several months back when I told you of my new affection for Parmesan cheese. Not just cheese. I mean, I'm, yeah. me and cheese have, have forged a... A deeper relate, a more intense affair than we than, than I've ever had with it uh, in in my um, you know over the decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but those, I know what you're talking about. It's those Parmesan things. That's yeah, all it is. Basically, it's Parmesan, it's Parmesan it's like baked together. Cheese bites. Yes, exactly. They look a little like croutons. I don't know, depending on where you get them, they're shaped differently. But if you throw them in a salad. Uh, it's no carbs. Maybe doesn't number on your cholesterol, but anyway, uh, <laughs> for now I'm losing weight. But Martin, what's your baseball pick? So my baseball play today, I'm going with the Blue Jays uh, minus one and a half. I'm taking them on the run line. Uh, basically, it's a Royals fade. The Royals are four zero and four in the last four home starts against a team with their winning record when uh, Lynch pitches. Mm-hmm. They're zero and four in the last four home games when the total is set between seven and eight and a half which is where we are now. And the Royals have only scored more than four runs once in the month of June, and that was seven. So I'm taking the Blue Jays minus one and a half because the Royals don't score, and they All lose right. and they suck. Fair enough. I got a baseball pick for you, too. I, I always seem to go lean on the Astros here, and I'm betting them over four and a half runs. It's even odds. They have a – I don't know if you see what's going on in the West there. They have a seven and a half game lead over the Angels, who are reeling. I mean, they've lost 11 in a row. Yeah, what in the hell? Yeah. And the Astros just continue to play good ball, taking seven in the last ten. No surprise they're hitting the ball well. They scored five or more in three of the last four. Jordan Alvarez, Altuve, Kyle Tucker, all big games yesterday. That shortstop Jeremy Pena, Jen Piacente, our buddy, bet him for rookie of the year, 15-1. to one. He's, uh, he's top two, I would say, right now. They go up against Robbie Ray. Yikes. Four and six on this Mariners team. Four, nine, three ERA and 11 starts. He's surrendered at least three in each of his last four 5.4 era against houston give me the astros over four and a half check you're gonna go to hockey i am gonna go to hockey i also want to squeeze in um because i didn't uh, get my bite of the apple jalen brown over 22 and a half for the oh, series is okay. the play i think there it's it's not real juicy but i do think that comes i feel like we gave you the apple and i don't know you like uh spun it around in your hand and talked about something else well because of what I mean, because that's all you can do <laughs> to, to the, your point at the very start of the show we can pretend we like we know what's going to happen all, all only thing we can know is Whoever wins the NBA playoff games this year is going to win by double digits. That's right. the only bankable thing. The trick is divining which of the two teams is going to ha- is going to be. It might. It's not even a trick, as Martin saw. You could do both. It's not even a trick, right, Martin? Yeah, true, true. As, right. as long as it spreads like two or three, you're gonna you're gonna get a payout on uh, on if one of them hits and you bet. Both. This is America, Jack. You can do what you want. <laughs> All, All right. right. So no. So hockey, a uh, what feels anticlimactic at this point now. What uh, started out as a superstar laden um, 
uh, well, it still is, but uh, it seems like uh, all hash has been settled um, and the Avs are going to go to the final here. And to me, if you've been watching these games, Kale McCarr, with all respect to McDavid and uh, you know, the stars there, no Evander Kane, by the way, for a dirty hit on, uh, on Kadri in game three. And McKinnon's great and everything else. But Kale McCarr, to me, has emerged as the star on an international level. If you've gotten to enjoy his skating, I've been pointing at it um, for quite some time. But boy, he is dominant. And let's have some fun on this one. Three points today, and you can get him at, uh, where, where's his total there? Is it plus 700? Poop, where did it go? I had it right, right. yeah, plus 700. Wow. Kale McCarr. For three or have, more points. To have three points in uh, what what figures to be the series clincher. Three or more, though, right? Around. If he has six three points, you're good. Okay, good, good, yeah. good. All three right. That's plus 700, one. right. He's He's been dominant at both ends. He's really doing a number. Connor McDavid has largely been negated by the wheels of Kale McCarr and his pals, but McCarr's been on the ice for a gargantuan amount mm. of um, of the games. I mean, he's playing roughly half the games at this point, which is which is loco stuff, even for NHL defensemen in the 21st century. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and we'll get into that game a little bit more, and then we have to recap the Rangers-Lightning Spaghetti's team. Blow it. They blew it. Game uh, two, game three is tomorrow. I'm oh, sorry, they blew game... Three, game four is tomorrow. I'll get it straight. All we need is a break, and I'll get it all together. All right, we'll be right back. All right, check. Uh, quickly, yes, we'll continue to preview that. Avs, Oilers game, minus 134. The Avalanche are favored. This is a closeout game, plus 112 for the Oilers. I'm going to go under seven. I know I'm asking for trouble here going under seven, but we've seen two unders in a row, 4-2 and 4-0. I think it keeps up. As much as everyone hates Mike Smith, he'd been playing pretty well before that soft goal. That was basically a 2-2 game late in the third. Uh, Frank, who's, he's going to start. Frank, who's the uh, backup for the Avs, I think, right? Kemper is back for... Uh, oh, Kemper is back. No, is I, back? I, I, I'm not sure if he's back, but I mean, it's, uh, but it's grim stuff for... The Oilers, I mean, you could make a case that they should go with the other. I mean, that was. I mean, he's given up two goals, goal two goals in two games. I mean, it's tough to pull him. Two goals in two games he's given up. I think it's a, I think it's a 3-2 final in overtime. How about that? I think we get an OT game here. OT low scoring, which is uh, goes against the grain here. And Edmonton maybe even pulls it off. Maybe it's not over. But either way, I'm going under seven. Check just to close the book on that. You think, uh, you think the Avs just finish them off here? I think the Avs on the money line again, not a not a, a ton of value in doing it, but I'm with you. I could absolutely see this one going OT. Uh, those Edmonton fans probably are going to be rocking at least coming out of the gate. You could break their will though. That's kind of in these closeout games right. um, in the in the city where they're about to lose. They're going to be jazzed up, and if you give them. If you give them any reason to get into it, they will delude themselves. If they get up one nothing, that place will get rocking. But mm-hmm. if the Avs get up one nothing, it'll be deflating, and be yeah. I could see it being three four uh, nothing Avs before uh, before Edmonton gets a goal on the board there. So right. your under is interesting there. I, li- I like that. But uh, but my big play is Kale McCarr, and then the other one. If you're on board with these Avs going forward, they're five wins away from hoisting the cup. Mm-hmm. It feels like. McKinnon or McCarr, barring some gargantuan goal total in the final, which is obviously a possibility. The the Avs have a bunch of guys who can score goals. I think between plus 270 for McCarr as your Conn Smythe winner, which is the MVP, 
uh, or uh, Makar, who is plus 300. If you sprinkle something on both sides of that, you're probably going to hit if you really believe that uh, Colorado ends up hoisting the cup here. So, yeah, so split Makar and... uh Wait, now I lost McKinnon. it. And McKinnon. Okay, for uh, for right there. Yeah, I like McKinnon to score a goal tonight. It's plus 114. He hasn't gone back-to-back no goals. In the, but what a terrible goal that was for Mike Smith in that spot. It was though. bad. Wow, I felt bad shame. for him. I Me felt, too. felt bad. I know uh, people don't think he's good. Meatballs, you hate him, right? You don't think he's good at all? I wouldn't say I hate him, but uh, I no, think I they, said they, that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they could find a better um, better goaltender. They should have found one in the offseason, but they didn't, and they're down 3 0 now. There's something to say that he's been around this long, right? Um, for like an, I don't know, Ryan Fitzpatrick quality, I think, to him. But uh, anyway, all right, hey, let's get to the good one, though. Rangers Lightning, game two was yesterday, 3 2 win for the Lightning. The, the Rags led 2 nothing about halfway through the second period. By the way, we learned that Spaghetti doesn't like the term rags. Spaghetti, jump on the, on the, so we could see you for a second. <clears throat> you don't like rags. It just doesn't make any sense. Like grammatically, <laughs> what is a what is a rag? Like they're they're a ranger. It, I like, think you know what a rag is. In there, there's an N in there. It doesn't fit for the team. It's what like it's what fan bases, other opposing fan bases, just try to say and use to make us Rangers yes. fans feel bad. And it's like to me, I don't feel bad. I'm just like it's a stupid name. Like think of something better. So you're I saying didn't know, well, you, you was, I had no idea what they were talking about until I, I Rags? Yeah, it doesn't until make you guys sense. like got There's into no it and started like I was able to use the context clues, but it was very much like a mens mensch situation. I was like, what are the rags? Yeah, I, I'm with well, you. Well, right, you would understand like uh, knowing nothing else, being called a rag is derogatory, right? So you're <laughs> just it doesn't, it doesn't apply. So it you're just apply. saying it doesn't. It shouldn't be that they could just take a letter out of the first syllable and then. Uh, Right. And also, what is a what is a piece of cloth have to do with a ranger? It has no it has no affiliation to the, <laughs> well, no, the, the I know. mascot I think you're logo. It's I think stupid. You're what ranger? What new? What what does New York State have in terms of rangers? Texas range. Texas has yeah. rangers. That makes sense. I don't know. There's park rangers. I don't. It doesn't. <laughs> it's it's like. But come like on. I can call the penguins the flightless birds, like that makes sense. You like, son of a bitch! Hey, come but, like, on! I'm trying Take to help. You, I'm trying to help the opposing fan bases. Please think of a better insult because that doesn't bother me. That's just stupid. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know it was like a big insult to call him that. But then you floated it should instead be the Rangs or the Rangs. It is like calling the penguins, like calling the pens the pets. It, it, it is about, it is kind of well, just. There's no T in penguins. No, I know, but it's like taking one letter out. No, I know. The, the pests. I don't know. Whatever. When yeah, you say I, it doesn't apply rags, I think it should for Rangers fans who spent a lot of time over the last decade complaining about crying, oh, crying wow. about stuff and whining and looking for calls. When when uh, Igor has now spent half these the half this springtime <laughs> laying down. Did you see his performance yesterday when Corey Perry tapped him on the mat? I mean, he should certainly go down. That's gamesmanship. He should draw the penalty. <laughs> spaghetti's but, dropped off. But, no, but stay on. Did you stay see? on here. It was like it was. <laughs> like he tried to cover a bomb for his uh his comrades or something like I know. He, he flew <laughs> the stick flew up it almost went 20 rows into the stands it was crazy all right well spaghetti i would love to please come back on here i i would love to go over and i think you're gonna like this too going over some of your tweets here taking you through the uh, the anguish you suffered um during this ranger game and i think at times you're arguing with yourself you basically, uh, 19 hours ago, said, we're going to regret this game. This must have been when you went down 3-2, right? Or maybe it was over. And then you said, 
And then someone's like, yep, Bolts with a total pushback. This could go seven. And then you said, yeah, reminder, Tampa is still one in five against the Rangers. So you said we're going to regret this game, but then you're reminding people that. So where, where where's your head at this point? Yeah, I'm a I'm a terribly tormented fan. And my, my <laughs> friends are all making fun of me. My family's making fun of me. They're like, it's so, it must be miserable to watch a game with you. Uh, I'm yeah. totally I'm fine now. I mean, like, oh, it's, yeah, it, like it took, how long did it take you to recover? You say uh, you're fine now. Until it was dark outside, so it took me almost a full day. Um, he doesn't like, have a watch, but Martin. like I, I went, went back. Out the window. I, I read my um, like the B writer stuff, and I you know some fans I trust to you know watch the the games and stuff. And it's just like, look, it took the Lightning their fifty shots on net. It's their first win in six tries versus us. We're missing Ryan Strome for a portion of that game, who is coming back. Mm-hmm. The Rangers still have home ice advantage. It's like even a worst case scenario if they win both in Tampa. It's like we have to just win two games out of uh, uh, two games with two at home. Just win uh, the next three. So it's just like, look, they they needed they needed that game. I did not expect the sweep. They're going to definitely win one in Tampa, and we almost snuck and, and stole that one with a brutal game by the team. So I'm I'm totally fine. All right. So Martin, to answer your question, it's some time between now and 17 hours ago when he tweeted i can't get this loss out of my head i'm spiraling bad <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like i'm telling you there's just nothing like the roller coaster of hockey play i don't know why versus yeah. the other sports but there's just some quality to it that's pretty good spaghetti should like there's something about his voice quality we've said he sounds like pete alonzo maybe he could because of the the duality of man or Duality mm-hmm. of fan expressed by Eddie Spaghetti. If you've seen Apocalypse Now and Martin Sheen's voiceover, maybe we could have Spaghetti read his own tweets like over the course I of really the game. I really like, like it. Yeah. <laughs> really, uh, you, you know, and good does not always win. Like, so, <laughs> but Shaq, you, uh, there was a tweet. Uh, uh, boy, I kind of feel like he's going after you here. He said, I've never seen him. Wa- this is someone posted a, a, a GIF of Crosby. What's he doing here? Um, Spaghetti. Oh, he's, he's, he's not going to push the guy's glove away. I yeah, saw yeah. <laughs> He's not allowed to have fun. As a, he has to take everybody's crap, but he's not allowed. He's not Wayne Gretzky. He doesn't have uh, Marty McSorley next to him. He's uh, he's allowed to push back. He's allowed to get chippy. Nobody Spaghetti ever says Sidney Crosby should be the Lady Bing win- winner. Nobody ever uh, summoned that. He's 20, like 20 hours ago, Eddie says, I've never seen him whine or jab players with his stick after whistle. No clue what you're talking about. All I know is that these Rangers wins don't count. It's really, it's, it's still going back to the, no, it's not in me. I know who that's at. I, he's responding to a Pittsburgh uh, media oh. guy who said uh, uh, who was cracking wise about Truba. And that's a different thing. Yeah, that's June 3rd. And he told him to seek help. Yeah, this doesn't end. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> All right, Spaghetti. I feel I, I don't know. But I will say, Shaq, you have to be rooting against the Rangers. You have to be rooting. You you have to be rooting against the Rangers and the Celtics. Like, what are you doing if you're not do- you're not rooting against these? Teams? I don't know. Listen, I, I I don't know any Tampa fans, so what do I get out of that? Because we Tampa- can't see our friends happy. Don't you understand? I That's see. the name of the game. You're right. You're, you're right. But uh, you know what? If not for spaghetti, then how about the extended pasta fa- uh, family? You saw them. You, you met know. them a couple That's few true. weeks ago. They're, you can see how much uh, fun pleasure that would provide to, to the okay. family at large. And, you know, there's some other Rangers fans out there. But, yes, I mean, I, I, and then on the other hand, of course, that the defense, the ongoing defense from, uh, from Rags fans of Jacob True, but, like, just a hockey guy. I mean, luckily he's just playing tough hockey. Like, what do I, I, I mean, I don't have to abide by that and act like it's like it, it, empirical truth. Is that again, truth 
is again with fandom it's right. all in question but you know i mean obviously the guy keeps being involved in these uh in these uh, physical melees. Of course, I'm allowed to point it out, but Ran <laughs> if you do, Rangers fans will get mad at you. Right, spaghetti, one, one rebuttal, and then, then we well, can Well, the, with the Truba thing, again, he's been... I wish the NHL had more Trubas. I wish the NHL playoffs had more Trubas because it's, we're, we're missing a physical mm -hmm. aspect. Again, he's. I brought up the stat. He's the only player with um, over 50 block shots and uh, over 30 hits, and he was like a plus 30-something on the season. He's a great defenseman. He would be a number one pairing if it wasn't for Adam Fox. So, I mean, you could say what you want, but look, and a you know, if there's karma involved, he had a brutal game and cost him the, the game basically uh, last game. So true, but like it, it did right. you know, come full circle with him. But again, like I think if you don't like true, I think you don't like physicality in hockey, which is a shame because the, the game is shifting away from what it used to be. I, I mean, I don't like the, the answer that. Yeah, I don't love it. Obviously, my team isn't wired to play that style and I don't want them going out and chasing guys to to try and match that. But what it brings on is guys like Tom Wilson. <laughs> Tom Wilson is is a skilled guy, but you know he, what what he's known for is you know cheap shots, and he forces exactly what the Rangers had to go out and do, which was get Ryan Reeves and guys like that. That's not fun. I don't think to me that's not uh, as much fun. Believe me, I grew up watching fist fights and everything else and enjoyed it. It's you know at this point though, bigger, faster, stronger, uh, stronger, just like it is in football applies in this collision sport the more collisions you have in the 21st century the more concussions and everything else you're going to have we it do almost have, ended Crosby's uh, career so of course I'm against it one of the founding fathers of, of hockey uh, this, this is just off the uh, hot off the presses Scott the Grizz brings us up we're trying to figure out why the Rangers are the Rangers what what did you find out Scott much to um Damashek's point it was founded in New York in 1926 by a guy named Tex Rickard wow and the New York ah, Park Rangers, Texas Rangers. <laughs> That's weird. That's weird. Not the Central Park Rangers like an uh, elf. The team was given its name. I'm reading this by the New York Press. Interesting. That's when media little, was press. nickname turned into name. Gotcha. Wow. That is weird. You know, just guy comes from thousands of miles away and uh, starts his team up. And uh, there you go. So now rags the it is then. So going it only <laughs> makes right. sense to stick with the rags. By the way, the I rags are minus 140 to win it all. Kidding aside to win this series. And I'm, I'm with spaghetti. They just take care of business at home. I think that's a good bet. I don't know. I know. I know. It does feel like it's antiquated, right? The, the, this lightning thing. Mm -hmm. It is. It's also O2. Like, so the lightning dominate the best team by, by uh record mm -hmm. um, on that side of the bracket, the Florida Panthers, they sweep them. So you think like, well, whoever survives Kane's uh, rags is going to, you know, is going to get chewed up by this uh, two time juggernaut, two time right. defending uh, champion juggernaut. But when you watch the games, it's like, Oh, well, the Rangers got the juice, and maybe that supports the point I always make. Like in hockey, give me the young skill versus the vet, the vet savvy stuff. But, but the Rags have definitely had the better of it. No question about that over three games. They've, they've dominated giant swaths of, uh, of this series so far. All right. I had, uh, I had the Lightning to win the Cup at 11-1, so I got to stick with that. But I recommend at this point in the series, if I'm just jumping in, Rangers minus 140. Not not a bad call there. Uh, also, no, not they're a still bad a win call. away from kind of salting it away, right? They win game four. That's right. You'll you'll be right. Mikey Meatballs uh, also I think has uh, Tampa Bay, but more importantly, he has a gold cap to his credit. 
He won mm. the prop quiz. And by the way, this is not fixed. This is not, there's over a hundred people joining these prop quizzes every week. Congrats, Meatballs. Welcome to the club. Meatballs in the club. Babyface Joel Solomon won last week. He took his, his hat and went to Tel Aviv. I don't know what he did with the, I'm not sure where he is right now. But uh, 10 for 10, Meatballs. Good Lord. He cheated. This is not easy. You have to 10 pick for 10. like. You had to pick like the uh, you had to pick the over and the the side and the total for both the hockey game and the basketball game. What else was it, Meatballs? You had to pick the Sunday night baseball game within a range of how many runs we're going to score. Good, good job by you. Ten for ten. Good lord. Yeah, I um unfortunately did not bet any of it. Oh, well, that's the problem. <laughs> I, I just want a gold cap. Ah, well, and that don't say just want a gold cap. I mean, that's where try, try to put that on eBay. See how much you get probably thousands upon thousands, but we have prop culture going uh, June prop culture. It's 10 questions, same kind of thing. Gold cap up for grabs questions. Check like how many pictures will Aisha Curry's father's day post to Steph Curry contain? Answer that. How many, how many zero, uh, one, two, three, five, four, five, yeah. five. What a nah. terrible answer. Uh, Martin, who will win the BET Award for Best Female Hip-Hop Artist? Uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, really? She's up against uh, some uh, stiff competition. I don't even know who else is nominated. Why do you say it so? Uh, oh, you said it. Uh, you, you were just joking around. No, no I mean, I said, I, said it with, I said it with confidence. Well, let me give you a, Saweetie, uh, maybe? Megan Thee Stallion. What, what is, uh, what's her big... Uh, okay, so she's up against... Uh, Doja Cat, Cardi B, Nick, I picked Nicki Minaj, and Saweetie. You the Rags? <laughs> the Rags. So we, yeah, Saweetie had a big song this uh, recently, but really? I think it's because it's Megan Thee Stallion. It's her time. They may have st- uh, Latos up there, too. I, I, um, all right, they may have odds on this somewhere. I'm going to look. I, I shouldn't just jump in. Anyway, you should. ExtraPoints.com slash arcade. Quick, I, have a, quick. I have a nominee for a question for the Extra Points Arcade. I don't know how we would get well, it Well, it's up there already, but go ahead. Yeah. What, what do you want? I just want to know who had a worse Sunday between <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti, right. y'all guy, uh, the sports guy, Bill Simmons, right. and Michael B. Jordan. All of them. Did you not see what happened with Michael B. Jordan? I, did, well, first I don't think off, I did. No. Well, Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey's daughter, and you know the affection of of of, of men right. everywhere, uh, broke up with them, and then oh. he was a uh, courtside ish, near courtside. He was under one of the ba- under one of the baskets. I did see him there, yeah, at uh, at Chase Center. Uh, well, Sal, that's where the that's where the uh, okay. Warriors now, play. You keep saying it. Yeah. Eventually, it'll say yeah. <laughs> and he just had this. Play. He had the saddest <laughs> look on his face. I mean, he just had the saddest look on his face, and everybody said that. Uh, that uh, you knew that Michael B. Jordan was really hurting from when Laurie Harvey broke up with him because he's not a good enough actor to to, to keep that face. Oh, up. wow. Interesting. And so he was alone, though. He wasn't with a woman, right? Or well, as far as you could tell? He did seem to be alone. I mean, he was in a, uh, in a room full of 40,000 people, but he couldn't have been more alone. <laughs> right. Mm. Maybe he'll hook up with the sports guy. Or were they under different <laughs> baskets? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Here's my, here's my moral question for the gang of the sure. day. Um, I, uh, so our little girly, what a week for her graduated mm-hmm. from kindergarten and, uh, they had the ceremony that is, uh, you know, over the last 25 years, everybody gets a kindergarten ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to her dance recital on Sunday, which was a lot of fun, but she loves, um, Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. And in particular, she loves, uh, his, his, uh, watermelon juice song. He loves to drink the watermelon juice. Is that what it's called? Which is apparently, 
a metaphor for oh, for, no. uh, for you know what <laughs> right, what a right, fella right. might perform right. for a lady, he, and he likes that, like on a lady kind of thing. Uh-huh. And then she loves to dance and sing along to. <laughs> yeah, you, what, what's As the moral? Parent, do I have to get in the way? Do I to get in the way of this or not? No, do of I just go you like, won't. ah, listen, watermelon's delicious. <laughs> you can't say anything. Get in the way. How are you going to well, get in the way? I agree, but it does feel like, wait, what's that song about? <laughs> it's a lot what, what, first of all, what it's about is, uh, who cares? There's so many interpretations about what any song is about. Yeah, so that's true. Let, let, okay. let her think what it is. But I, I would love to know how, how you would um, remedy this anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I, there, there isn't a remedy. I just was amused by the fact that she loves it when I found out. That, that is funny. Wait, our five-year-old girl is... <laughs> that, is that is unfair, you know, I think. One yeah. of my favorite songs growing up He's was a, Puff the Magic Dragon. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, all right, so maybe... So, maybe I mean, that turned out her. all right. I guess you did. I guess or you did, did I? I don't know, Dave. <laughs> maybe you need to just get her on the Mozart now. Well, so that's a moral dilemma. I have a common sense question for you guys uh, regarding what I went through this weekend. I'm staying at a hotel. It was one. It was a, a glorious um, situation in which I could sleep late. Uh, I get there Saturday night. I could sleep late Sunday because we're not shooting this trophy bit until two o'clock. We're in the Marriott uh, in San Francisco, and the effing fire alarm goes off at seven fifteen. And you know, have you been in a hotel room when the uh, fire alarm goes off? It's horrible. Oh yeah, you have to get out. You'll you'll lose your mind. It's exactly that. And then a voice comes on and says, "Please exit the building. Do not take the elevator." So stupidly, I think I take my time. It takes me like six (laughs) minutes. And I know people like uh, there's going to be people with horrible stories about fires. But for some reason, I'm not as afraid as fire in my uh, old age here as I used to be. I get downstairs. It ends up being a realish thing. Firemen are coming in the building. There's no sign of a fire, but the whole hotel is emptied out onto the street and the firemen come in and they come out. And 20 minutes later, they let us back up and uh, I go to sleep. 9.35, 9.35, the thing goes off again. <laughs> what do you do, Martin? What do you do? I'm not paying for any of that. No, I need, I need, I need my money back. Oh, you want your money I, back. But what do you do? What back. do you do in the moment? Do you, do you, do you I, I, mean, I, get my, I get my black ass up and go outside again because I really? might merely be on fire. But, I kept, I kept but, my I, black ass look, in the bed. I didn't. I need I, to talk to somebody. Oh, you did, I, huh? I, I, I didn't move. Well, how dumb is that, Check. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've been here before. Well, my, they, let's they, go back to the first one. So it's five in the morning. You No, say? no, it's like 7.15. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either way, so most people there are sleeping. Do you sure. put pants on? Do, are, 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 what percentage of people are in their jammies? Oh, uh, it was a nice, uh, nice mix of everything. Yeah, I most believe people, those do people a- like uh, when I was when when you, it was when you and me were growing up era Sal and TV mm-hmm. shows and otherwise people on TV they always not only wore jammies full sets of jammies right, like right, the right. grown men like you know the button up jammies yeah, on the like, top yeah, kind yeah, of thing Mr. And Mr. Brady and, yeah and right and then they would put on their robe yeah. like oh you're, I'm leaving the bedroom well now I also need to put on my robe and my right. slippers and everything else do people do that anymore? Do people- I don't think so. It's funny. I said that to my wife the other day. I was like, maybe I should start wearing a robe. She's like, no, you won't wear a robe. And right. so don't even talk about it. But yeah, I'm you're right. I'm a strong proponent of the robe. You're a robe guy. Uh-huh. I wear, I have probably four different robes. I have what? a robe that's monogrammed with my initials. <laughs> four <on it>. robes. <laughs> I have, I like, I was wearing my bathrobe until about 
Five minutes before this started when I threw on this wow. t-shirt. Wow. To me, it's Why like a morning, it's like a, a morning tuxedo. It's like getting dressed up for nothing. You're you're going in your you're in your house, right? Unless you're answering a fire alarm. I don't know. I guess then you Oh, but like up. like today I went to go check the mail. I had my bathrobe on. Wow. At like 7:30, totally I went to go do the laundry. I had yeah. my bathrobe on. Yeah, it is kind of cool when Soprano does it. But no, Sheck, you're right. There was a, a mix of everything going on outside. One guy was actually topless, and I think he was bummed out. He was like looking around like, what's wrong with you people? I got downstairs in 38 seconds. I didn't care what I was wearing. So he was scared. He, was, he wasn't so. motivated by vanity. It was just like, I don't want to get burned. I'm right. <laughs> but that was dumb of me, right, to not answer it. And, of course, I was right, but you no. know, for 10 minutes no, later, really. like, yeah, I mean, actually, this is a question that I have for for those who do robe and mm -hmm. can hear my voice. What do you do when you go on vacation? Because I've had trouble with this. The robe is hard to pack, but then oh. when you get wherever you're going and you get used to that robe life, I'm telling you, you see, your wife says you won't wear a robe. You get used to the robe life. It is what, is, it, what is its virtue? It's, uh, the Grizz just <laughs> said he also likes to robe. What is what does it you provide do? your life? It's like it's like wearing a blanket, but it's that hot. you can. But no, not all of them. Not all of the robe that I have. See, I did have oh, one that no, was too hot. There we go. Uh, there Scott we go. Holmes has come on with a robe. Fact, seen chest yes, I love it. I love it, Scott. I love There's it. There's a classiness it, it, to it when you're walking around the house with the robe on and the... Uh you live alone, though, don't you? Yeah, that's the yeah, other thing. Who are you impressing? That's what I mean. It's like getting wearing a tie at home, but in the morning. Like, I, I don't wear it alone. That's that's true. It's, it's yeah. usually. You just walk around the house with a coat on? I mean, mm. what the hell? That's a weird like, move. Yeah. Oh, now he's feeling emboldened. Marty's going. Oh, uh, Martin. Too. What does that say? You stole that. That's got a W on it. That's a W. Oh, Martin Weiss. Okay. MW, <laughs> that's yours. Okay. There's no MW on that. And see, the thing is, Martin, you got to stay at a hotel that provides the robe. That's the key. You got, there's a certain level of hotel that will have that. Yeah, but he's saying if you go somewhere, you're staying with a friend or something, right? Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, right. you go stay, yeah. we stay with you, stay with a homie, or you right. go Airbnb, maybe, you know. But yeah, they're but not once thin. you get used to this lifestyle, like, I That's completely understand right. why, like, the Star Wars and people of that ilk would wear these the clothes that go all the way. You understand you know, why the Ewoks eight. are walking around? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. You are very <laughs> Anakin Skywalker right now, Marty Weiss. <laughs> I love it up and everything. I will say this. I could see uh, spaghetti in a robe from time to time and meatballs. I would guess that you've never once worn a robe. Am I correct in that assessment? Spaghetti? I was just given a robe, uh, so made the first robe of my lifetime uh, by my friend in March, who I was in his wedding party, and uh -huh. um, it is currently in Staten Island. So I hope he doesn't listen to this. Oh, so you I haven't? Don't have it. <laughs> you haven't worn it yet. I have not. I only wore, I wore it that day for the pictures in the morning, and then you know took it off, put the tux wow. on, and then that's the end of that. Yeah. No meatballs. Pugilists. No, no, no pugilists. chance. Meatballs, right? No chance. Well, you have you, pugilists wear robes. Like oh, that's that. true. Maybe, maybe right. We should give it to Jacob Truba, and because right. uh, he's the heavyweight champion of uh, filth. <laughs> no, but yeah, I wait. See, let I, me get I, meatball. I let me get meatballs. Answer here. I want to make a guess, though. I want to make a guess yeah, beyond just the robe. Mikey meatballs also in his adult years, has at least, you know, a few dozen times, he's put on the button-up jammies. Even the shirt part. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christmas posing as a joke. Those, false. The yeah, it's bucks. false. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay. And no robe, right? No robe either. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got 700 hockey jerseys. What do you need a robe for in the morning? Well, okay, what um, do you put on when you get out of the shower? Like, after you get out of the shower. My clothes. I dress for the day. Out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, oh, uh, do you Scott, what do you think? You, you don't think meatballs, uh, you know, spaghetti and meatballs, you don't think they wear robes? 
Not yet, but I, I can definitely see uh, spaghetti getting there in the near future. Yeah. Well, I'm going to guess Holmes. I'm going to. I'm of setting the you entire... up for your joke, Scott. You said well, your joke that you put in the t- chat there. <laughs> he oh, said the meatball sleeps in a single. Yeah, that last one you typed in 18 seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a guess here. Let's let's. Go ahead. I mean, it could be more than one, but if anybody on the extra points in the extra points gang yeah. sleeps nude, I'm going to guess that if there's only one, it would be Scott the Grizz. Oh, you, you, you pretty consistently, you enjoy, you enjoy what, uh, what God gave you between the sheets. Is that true, Grizz? Absolutely true. You Is sleep really? nude, right? I, I, I find that grotesque. I Who wants say, all that stuff slapping around? Don't you need it contained? Doesn't it wake you up at night? There's not a lot of slapping around, so don't worry about it. What do you do when you sleep? <laughs> I just lay there. No, you got to slap I around. around. You're not doing like, it right. Feel things moving around and everything. If, if I had to pick three, the- <laughs> if I had to pick three, I'd go Scott, Harry, and uh, Megan Conley. Those are my three. <laughs> <laughs> The three most uh, attractive, sensual people on the... That's exactly right. That's why <laughs> I came I just, up with the list. There's no better feeling than, than, than getting out of the shower, drying off at night. Like, yeah. it's pro- night shower, because I, I take my showers at night. But, like, you know, you do that. Put this thing on there, man. You sit to cozy up and watch the second half of the game. You can't right. go wrong. All right. So, here's the lesson. Wear a robe. Uh, don't sleep through a fire drill. And don't feel like an underdog because you have to remember you're all my favorites. (laughs) We're back on Thursday. (laughs) 